0: Welcome to Straight Talk Wealth, heard every Sunday at 9 a.m., with your experts in all aspects of wealth accumulation, preservation, and income guaranteed to last a lifetime. And now, your host of Straight Talk Wealth, Bruce Whitey, here on News Talk 1590 KVTA. There was a radio show host who sadly could never grow up. It was rumored that in his youth he attended far too many Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin concerts and maybe a little Jethro Toll to boot. (laughs) Then, he discovered that he was not alone, for there was a whole generation of cohorts to this immature, self-absorbed, rock-and-roll, he thinks, radio show host, who really just does a boring show on money, and who thinks he's something special. And they became known as the Baby Boom Generation. And like this show host, many of this Baby Boom Generation took 50 years to wake up from Woodstock. And now, in the 2020s and in their 60s and 70s, They too opened up their Wall Street Journal newspapers only to discover that they were now a generation that became known as the Unprepared.
1: Now, when have we ever had Igor open the show for us like that? Igor is my assistant. Thank you so much for that dramatic interpretation, Igor. So great. Okay, so do you really think that I was going to come back I do Stray Talk Wealth Radio any other way after two, almost two and a half years off the air, that I was going to come in with something subtle. I'm sorry, but it is incredible to be back here at KVTA and putting on the show uh, every week. And man, this is a whole new time. It is a whole new era of what we're going to be covering. What, um, you know, times have changed. It's amazing. Just like people that were clients or became clients five years ago, 10 years ago, and seeing as a generation the changes and what their attention is on, what problems they're dealing with in their financial world in their retirement, how they've either gone into retirement or have gotten much closer to it. Uh, and very, so many of these universal things that, that they are, are dealing with that we're going to deal with. It's a whole new era in terms of what we're going to be doing. We're going to do about a month of just radio shows here on KVTA where we're going to talk about. And again, today, by the way, if you didn't get it, in case you didn't figure it out, we're going to be talking about the series of articles in the Wall Street Journal about the baby boom generation called the unprepared, um, incredible statistics. And some of us are better prepared than others. But you know what? Even those that are prepared with good money, good savings, have done well, been disciplined. I'm telling you, like they have a whole different set of issues that we're going to be dealing with over time. They are dealing with they're in the state of California, baby. The state of California, you can't be in the state of California and be well prepared for your retirement without Sacramento trying to get their hands in your pocket. And there are some serious issues about that we're going to talk about. And it's a whole new era in terms of where you can find us. So after this first month of doing just radio programs, we will be live streaming. This will be looking like a TV show. Uh, you're going to see me in the studio. We are putting together, I'll tell you in a little bit about the American Legacy Solutions Studios here in Ventura. Uh, come visit us sometime. We're on the corner of Victoria and, uh, Telephone Road on the second floor of the first bank building in the American Legacy Solutions uh, office. So we got the studio in the back. You're welcome to come by sometime. And uh, it's not, you know, it's a room with the studio. We have a video studio and a radio studio. But anyway, the bottom line is we're going to be live streaming the show, which means that you can watch us. And so, if I'm reading from an article, you'll follow the article along. Uh, Multi cameras. It's a whole production we're going to be doing, so you can watch us as a TV show on Facebook, YouTube periscope which is sort of a a offshoot of twitter part of twitter's periscope we're gonna be live on all of that where you can watch the show um we are oh man i got so much to tell you guys i got so much to tell you about we're gonna be uh we've got a whole classroom here you know if you followed the show in the past we've done stuff where we you know we don't do it frequently every couple months i would go out and speak at the uh river park country club or river park golf course and we'd have to rent the space and people would come in it was great we had so much fun and uh, i'm really looking forward to reconnecting with you all i'll tell you uh later today or in some later shows what i did for two years and why i was off the air and sort of uh how i hit 60 and wanted to figure out what i want to be when i grow up but uh what i want to tell you is that we have a standard facility where we hope to book it every thursday night with something educational in what's called the financial learning lounge if you are here in ventura please come join us we'll have i don't know coffee and cakes or hors d'oeuvres maybe we'll serve some meals and we'll have incredible speakers every week here at the american legacy Solutions studios at american legacy solutions office in the financial learning lunch, we can see about thirty-five people. We've got the bulletin boards and we've got the the you know the dry erase boards and all that. So uh, we're going to have speakers educating you on financial topics every week here. If I as, as I build this up and build up the momentum, we'll be booking them. They will be local uh, Ventura County-based uh, attorneys that talk about trusts and talk about wealth preservation and talk about special needs planning big place in my heart. If you've listened to the show over time, you know that I have a special needs son. He is completely adorable. Nathan is 33 years old. But he is about the level of a three-year-old. He was born at one and a half pounds 33 years ago. He's the sweetest, cutest 33-year-old you'd ever want to meet. But yes, he watches his favorite shows are Sesame Street and Barney. And um, lately, he's been, God, he loves the theme song to Married with Children. He doesn't even follow the rest of the show. But he loves the love and marriage theme. Love and marriage. Love. You can hear him singing along in his room. To the song so he's a goofball but um but you know a lot of special needs issues that we've had to get more and more deep in our lives my wife Mary and I in our lives uh, here in the last five years and we are continuing to explore you're going to meet our attorneys that do here they're gonna speak at the financial Learning lounge talk about those topics we're gonna have cpas talking about tax avoidance uh, we're gonna have Medicare experts talking about Medicare we're hoping to do this we might start off every two weeks or so, but we're hoping to do this every week in the Financial Learning Lounge at American Legacy Solutions. You're going to learn about my new partner. He is a financial genius. I am so, so, so happy to be working with Jason Cohen here at American Legacy Solutions. He has built this company. He and I met about a year ago, put our heads together on how we can work together. Um, I have the joy of being able to do this show of building relationships with uh people that come in and you know uh, I don't you don't have to be a client, you don't have to do business with us. We're happy to provide as much education as much entertainment. Hello, <laughs> and 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 uh, you know the connection. and Just we, we love the relationships and the connection. So we're going to be doing that routinely. By the way, I'm going to get to the topic of the day, which is the Wall Street Journal articles on the unprepared generation. We're going to go into those stats. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Talk about solutions for it. But I just want to take a few minutes here and just tell you what's new with Straight Talk Wealth Radio. So we are going to be live streaming. You can watch the show. You can um, if you're in Ventura County. Come Thursday nights when we do our events in the Financial Learning Lounge, we'll keep you fed, we'll keep you entertained, keep you educated, and we'll also... Uh, Have this to where if you can't make it in, you will probably be able to watch the Financial Learning Lounge live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, because we will live stream our educational events as well. So that'll be, uh, I hope that kind of catches fire all over the country. Anybody in the world can watch that. Um, We are going to, let me think what else we're going to cover here. Oh yeah, of course. So one of the things that uh, we're going to do Is talk to economists of different viewpoints. Now, this is a change because, you know, um, boy, I'm with you guys, okay? Like, I want to know the truth. I'm not interested in a party line. I'm not interested in telling a story. Um, I want to know the truth about where my portfolio is going, where the investment markets are going, where is risk going to be in the years ahead. And I just, I just want the truth, and I don't want to be partisan. Now, here's what I mean. I believed that—I read a lot of stories like you guys. I want to get underneath this stuff. Uh, when we came out of the last recession of 2008, and I saw the Fed printing all the money, and I saw the stimulus going everywhere— uh, I was very concerned, like the rest of you, of where does this end and how long can it go? And what will be the result of endless money printing? And we looked at a lot. We talked to a lot of economists. Uh, we featured Harry Dent very routinely on the show. And we will again. And I'm very, you know, David Stockman, there are the bulls, the the people that say that, it is, it's the fake money printing that propped this all up. But I have to say something, which is that kind of talk has been going on since 2009 when the Fed really started printing in earnest. And it was probably five years ago. It was just at a roar. Five years ago, it's 2014. We were five years into money printing. We just thought this was going to blow up. Some people thought it would lead to inflation. Some people thought, it won't lead to inflation, but it will lead into a financial collapse as debt levels rise. Now, that story's still out there. That's still around, and I'm not sure that it's wrong, but I'm not sure that it's right. So we're going to look at both sides. We're going to be interviewing a variety of economists. Now, these interviews will be more than likely filmed, or we will actually—one of the great things about— uh about live streaming and setting this up like a TV show is, one, I'm going to be going on site and seeing economists and people that we want to interview. And, and we're, uh, Economists are just one. We're going to be interviewing a lot of different people. And we will sit on the couch if they come to us. We'll set up a space in the studio where we can interview them at length. You can go to YouTube uh, and maybe Facebook and watch the the full-length interview that we do. We'll feature portions of these interviews on the radio show, uh, and we'll interview both bulls and bears. I already have a couple really good ones lined up. We will be bringing back John Truman Wolf. John Truman Wolf is a former banker. Uh, a few years ago, he wrote the book "The Coming Financial Crisis," and he is really good at scratching underneath the surface of what the banks are sitting on and the liabilities that the banks are sitting on, and particularly. Uh, I don't know if the word is a. He's not a proponent. He's not an exponent. He is opposed to the fact that these banks carry these things called derivatives. And they're just they're a heap of just flammable tinder. And he tells that story very well. We are going to go out to his uh, offices or his home here in Southern California up in mountains. We're going to spend probably an hour with him with a film crew. Uh, We're going to interview his take. And feature that on the show. I also have another economist I'm really looking forward to interviewing down in Orange County. His name is Logan Motoshami. Tells a great story. You'll see him a lot on Facebook. And Mogan's like, Bears, you got nothing. He is the perennial bull on the American economy. And the story that he tells is that we are the strongest economy in the world. Where else would money go? that while Harry Dent and some other folks were saying it'll all collapse before it comes back due to demographics, Logan's story, I think, is essentially, sorry, the demographics are here. The Fed did get us through. And makes a very convincing story. Logan makes a very convincing story that the debt is not a problem. That the debt has not been a problem. We're at extremely low unemployment. And, and, you know, you can credit this to Trump. You can credit it not. I don't know that politicians, I don't know all of, you know, I don't know that they're the ultimate influence or causal element in, in the economy. But we certainly have demographics at play. And the demographics that Harry Dent said would eventually kick in and pull us out of the Great Recession, Logan will tell you they're already here. And we skipped the Great Recession And hallelujah And we can take the debt levels And everything's going to be fine So we're going to really do some in-depth Keep listening to the show Because that's what's coming Is we're going to do in-depth work With economists of both bulls and bears And I'm going to continue to talk about The things that are universal To the baby boom And the Gen X generations I'm going to talk about People that are reaching a point in their life where they have accumulated what they've accumulated and they're going into a different phase of their life. And that is what this show really focuses on because there's so much that changes when you approach retirement or you are in that you did not anticipate. It is of a completely different paradigm of the days when you were simply accumulating money. And we're living those years. My, my cohorts somewhere ahead, I'm actually, I think I'm the trail end of the baby boom generation or right in the middle. I was born in 1956. Officially, the baby boom generation started in 1946, goes to 1964. I'm kind of in the middle. My parents are both passed away. I watched my mother uh, go through, well, let me tell you a funny story and uh, and then we'll get back into the content. But this is very relevant to the, uh, the series we're going to cover on the wall about the wall street journal that they ran called the unprepared. And one of the things that they run about the unprepared is there are not enough caregivers to take care of the baby boom generation when they need it. The baby boom generation has not well prepared to be taken care of when they need it. Uh, and um, I'll tell the story about my mom in a minute. It's very relevant, but, we haven't saved, we're not prepared for it, and many of us bought insurance tried to years ago buy insurance long term care insurance to cover this particular ticking time bomb and the insurance companies failed they they failed us very deep, and those rates on those policies climbed and climbed and climbed. I could tell you stories of policies I wrote twenty years ago that just paid so much benefits out that the writing was on the wall, that the insurance companies were going to go broke. They had not predicted really what their payouts would be. And so many people, there's a whole, one of the big articles in the wall street journal was talking about how people bought insurance to take care of themselves in later years that failed, fell apart. And, um, it's trash. It's just trash. So we're going to talk about how long-term care has evolved And the solutions have evolved and and how the industry came through some very bad estimating in the early years, very bad underwriting and statistics of what it cost to provide benefits for long-term care. But anyway, so this is all what happens. This is who we're talking to. We're talking to people that are moving from that point of their life from having worked hard, saved hard as they could, some better off than others. We're going to talk about the whole spectrum, try to help everybody along the spectrum. And they're going into a phase where it is now not about how much money you save, but it is about spending your money and how you spend and how you calculate that. And the math is much, much, much more difficult. All you have to think about when you're accumulating is, well, I put away $10,000 and I made 5% this year. I put away another 5,000 and I made 7 and then I made 20, and then it was down 30. So it's just percentages going up and down and how much you add to that. But when you hit close to retirement, the math is just logarithmic. How much can you take out of a portfolio every year? What what You need income. You need to pay your bills. So how much of your portfolio can you spend now? There's the 4% rule. Should you just Spend no more than 4%. You got a million dollars, a million dollars saved, and you better learn to live on 40000 a year. That's it. Or oh, you'll be in big trouble because you didn't follow the 4% rule. Uh, well, really? Well, you know, I'm only going to live five years. But my guy next door to me, now he's going to live 25 years in retirement. We don't know. What's inflation going to be like? Prices today versus prices tomorrow. What happens if I need 7% a year out of my portfolio, but it's only making four? What's that dwindling spiral look like? That's all the math of this transition. And this is who we talk to. The other part about that math is how much does the government get versus what I get? And, you know, uh, it's good that we have The estate tax pretty much had great relief on it. I think you got to be in the tens of millions before it hits you. That is, unless there's a change in government policy. And we don't know about that. And there's certainly no change in government spending, which is well beyond its means. We brought in a Republican administration and it spent like crazy. You're fired. So you don't even hear about the debt anymore. None of the parties, none of them talk about holding down the national debt anymore. So the fact of the matter is uh, we're just on this spree and somewhere someone's going to have to pay the piper somewhere. And so although we have a low estate tax today, it used to not be that way. It used to be pretty much in reach of many successful families Uh, We don't know where that's going, but I can tell you this, if you're passing an IRA on to the next generation, passing a business on to the next generation, uh, Sacramento and the federal government want a big piece of that. And those are very difficult. We're going to have some great people on, some great experts talking about how to legally minimize your tax impacts uh, when you're in this stage of life. So there you go. I think that's a pretty good overview of of the things we're going to do. look for these interviews. We're going to format them so that you can watch them in one place. You can hear them excerpted on the radio show. And then we will have, since we're doing this TV style, we will have Skype and other ways that some of our friends can call in. And uh, actually you can... Me and them will be having a conversation on screen. Even if they're not in the studio, we'll have a screen up with Skype and we will uh, talk to each other face to face over the internet and you'll be a part of it. And by the way, this is very, very thrilling. I'm really looking forward to it. One of the things we'll be able to do with live stream that I hope to make a routine is when we do have an interview or if we have... A number of our friends, our expert friends who become part of the show will probably air the show something like, well, it will always be uh, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. That's when we air it on KVTA. But probably the next, the following day, Monday, in the evening, we will live stream where you can participate. We will be on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and we're setting the studios up in a way so you can submit questions and be part of the dialogue and actually help interview our guests. So if I bring a bull or a bear on, whichever, and they express their point of view on Sunday, Monday night, if you get on Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope, you'll be able to also interview them. And ask them the questions that you want to ask So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun We hope that that's a follow-up every uh, Monday evening All right. so how do you stay in touch with us on all of this? So uh, let me give a phone number out We're going to be doing This phone number will be routine It will always be part of the show Uh, What we're giving away What we're offering Why you might call it Could be different with every show But the main thing I want to do is if you're not on our email list, if we don't have your email, you can always get on it. And if we're sending you too much stuff, you can pare it down. We'll give you a choice of what you want to hear about. Do you want the newsletter? Do you want to just know when interviews are done? So we'll we'll make sure that you've got choices. But the place to start is to get on our email list and stay informed of what we're covering Uh, We often do giveaways, free uh, intellectual properties, reports, white papers, uh, DVDs, CDs, things like that. So uh, often we'll have, I'll get 100 CDs of the interview in or 100 uh, different reports, uh, you know, 100 publishings of a report or something. And we can give those away. We can announce that by email. And if you respond, you're the first 100, then you get a free copy, that type of stuff. So this week, I'm just going to say that if you want to participate, know what we're doing, stay in the loop, one, certainly friend us on Facebook, like us, like Straight Talk Wealth Radio on Facebook, and we'll keep you informed through Facebook. Uh, You can subscribe to our YouTube channel Straight Talk Wealth Radio That'll get you about everywhere If you search Straight Talk Wealth Radio I think even on Google it'll show you Facebook, YouTube And uh, Twitter not so much We haven't been on it But we're going to grow on that So Facebook and YouTube So search for Straight Talk Wealth Radio Um, What else have we got? Uh, But here's the point Call this number and get on our email list That's the main thing I want to say There'll be some offerings by email that you won't see in the other places. That'll be the quickest way to find out if there's a report that you can download. We'll have that available. So here's the number to call for that. It's triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. Triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. 5578 That's also, I think, if you take the letters, it's triple 888- eight. Eight talk straight, triple eight, eight talk straight. Get you there too. Call that number, and uh, there'll be some instructions on it just to leave your uh, name and uh, email address, so we know uh, uh, how to keep stay in touch with by email. And um, by the end of the show, I might come up with another free giveaway, an offer which you could also have a choice to do. I think we're going to give away some free service here by the end of the show. But now that I've totally taken the time to tell you about our future, our past and future, I'll talk about my past on another show and what I was doing for the last couple of years. I do want to pick up on an article, a series that the Wall Street Journal has been running uh, since... 2018 since sometime mid last year and uh, it's seminal it's it's some really really good reporting and really really good statistics about what they entitle all of it as the unprepared and they're talking about the baby boom generation 1946 to 1964 now i'll tell you that the, the 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 malaise of gen x is by the time that the economy or benefits or Medicare or Social Security has has been exhausted by the baby boomers, the poor Gen Xers are on the heels of that. So whatever the decline is of the standard of protection, safety net, resources, the baby boomers, the Gen Xers have more time to get smart about it but they will be getting the butt end of what comes, what the baby boomers have exhausted. So this really applies to both generations, um, if you see the curve. But the focus of the uh, Unprepared series in the Wall Street Journal is on the baby boom generation. So I'm going to read you a little bit here. This was the first in the series, and we'll talk more about this series. A lot lot of it covers the fact that there's not enough caregivers anymore, that the baby boom generation is still taking care of children while they're taking care of parents. Oh, you know, I was going to tell you about my mom I mentioned earlier. Um, So my mom... I used to try, when I was in the insurance business in the uh, 90s, in the mid-90s, I got in the insurance business, and I learned about long-term care insurance, and I used to go to my dad and say, Dad, you know, you and Mom, before you're not qualified anymore, you should get some of this long-term care insurance, and my dad did have money, he was a fairly wealthy uh, executive, but still, I thought, you know, it doesn't hurt to be protected. My dad used to say, literally. In this tone, if anything happens to your mother, I'll take care of her. And so that's as far as the conversation went. In 2002, uh, my mom had a stroke and it was pretty severe. We gathered at her bedside and we thought that was going to be her last days. But she woke up. Mom woke up. And I remember my brother held up a sign saying, we love you, mom. And she said, I love you, too. And we went, whoa, wait, wait, wait. She can read. But she was debilitated. She could not take care of herself from that point forward in her life. Uh, physically, I mean, mentally, she was certainly not all there. And physically, she could barely bathe herself. Um, a lot of other stuff. So dad said, all right, fine, I'll get an attendant. I can pay out of pocket for this. So at first it was a few hours every day, someone would be helping mom. That got to be more and more. And dad was quote, I'll take care of your mother. Well, that was in 2002 in August that she had her stroke. And by December of 2002, my dad's cancer had caught up with him and he passed away. And he left mom behind. Thank God for my sister-in-law and my other siblings that really helped take care of it because I would have been just a, a black hole. Like which brother is going to live at mom's house or which brother's wife is going to leave our family to take care of my mom and dad or my mom at that point alone. So 24-7 care in the house. That's what it entailed. Some, so how long did that go? So that happened, dad passed away in 2002, mom needs 24-7 care. Sometime into that, I remember my sister-in-law told me that we were spending about $10,000 a month out of the estate for that care. Now that doesn't include all the other overhead of life. That doesn't include food, doesn't include uh, the whatever they were paying for the home they had in a ret- special retirement needs, community. If she needed medical care, it didn't cover all that. That was just to have attendants live with mom and take care of her because we couldn't $10,000 a month in about the middle of the term. How long was the term? Well, my mom lived, my mom passed away in 2016. So you're talking 14 years. If you took the middle, maybe that's an average of 120000 a year. 14 years, I'm sure the estate out of pocket, because dad never bought the insurance, because he's going to take care of your mother, um, God bless him, that he provided, and that the estate was able to handle being ravaged of, it must have been a one and a half million dollars of simply having an attendant from my mother for 14 years. So one of the articles in the Wall Street Journal does talk about this. I'm going to talk a lot more about this story, about how long-term care has vanished from what it used to be. In some ways, it's been improved. In some ways, it's been made much more palatable. One of the big ways that it's been improved is that nowadays, if you pay a premium, for care, and you don't need the care. quite often you can recover the premium you paid into it. So that never used to, people didn't want to buy it because why pay a a lifetime of huge premiums for something you may never need? Well, that's changed a lot. So we'll talk about that in another show, but I just want to mention it because it's one in several of the parts of the series by the wall street journal called the unprepared but let's take number one in the series here this is uh see if i can find the date on this this is in june of 2018 published on june 22nd by heather gillers and turgeson and leslie sism Uh, And it is called Unprepared. A generation of Americans is entering old age, the least prepared in decades. Low incomes, paltry savings, high debt burdens, failed insurance. The U.S. is upending decades of progress in securing life's final chapter. Starts out, Americans are reaching retirement age in the worst financial shape than the prior generation for the first time since Harry Truman was president. The cohort should be on the cusp of their golden years. Instead, their median incomes, including Social Security and retirement fund receipts, haven't risen in years after having increased steadily from the 1950s. They have high average debt are often paying off children's educations and are dipping into savings to care for aging parents. Their paltry 401k retirement funds will bring in a median income of under $8,000 a year for a household of two. Let's go back through this. The average 401k in the United States, let's review this stat for a second, will bring in a median income of about $8,000 a year. That is not a retirement, by the way, period. That is trouble. All right, in total, more than 40% of households headed by age people age 55 through 70, 40% of households, 55 to 70, lack sufficient resources to maintain their living standard in retirement. That is around $15 American households, 15 million American households lack sufficient resources to maintain their standard of living retirement. Uh, We've got fewer, I'm, I'm excerpting now here, fewer young workers to support the elderly. Individuals will find themselves staying on the job past 70 or taking menial jobs as senior citizens. They'll have to rely more on children for funding pressuring younger generations too. Uh, What else we got here? Oh, this is important. And for the nation, the retirement shortfall, so this is like looking at the entire country, the retirement shortfall portends a drain on public resources, especially if seniors reduce their taxable spending and officials decide decide to cover additional public assistance costs for older Americans who can't make ends meet. In other words, we're going to have so many poor, older people that it's going to be a further drain on government resources. Okay, now here's another, another angle on this, which is under many made investing mistakes, didn't sock away enough away, and waited too long to start consider the following the median personal income of Americans 55 through 69 median personal income leveled off after 2000 for the first time since data became available in 1950. The percentage of families with any debt headed by people that are 55 or older has risen steadily. So families where the head of the household is 55 or over. Their debt has risen steadily, risen steadily for more than two decades. To sixty-eight percent of those households have debt, as opposed to fifty-four percent of in nineteen ninety-two. Americans age sixty through sixty-nine had about two trillion in debt in twenty seventeen, and that is an eleven percent per capita increase from two thousand four. They had $168 billion in outstanding car loans in 2017, which is 25% more per capita than 2004. They had more than six times as much student debt, student loan debt in 2017 as they did in 2004. Now, here's another interesting roll-off from the fact that when the economy sputters and the Fed tries to lower interest rates, to stimulate the economy, it destroys retirement savings. It means that retired people have to stay at risk in the stock market to continue to make anything because they can't. You know, in the old days, mom and pop would be in the stock market until it was time to pare down the risk and they'd go get eight percent cds up to double digits at one point in the 1980s and they would at least keep their money safe and get a return on it so as interest rates fell uh, this became a situation it says here under shortfall generation in the article again i'm reading from the article in the wall street journal from june 22nd 2018 we're going to be covering this series in depth called the unprepared this is a generation of americans is entering old age the least prepared in decades says uh let's see uh okay so a combination of economic and demographic forces have left older americans with bigger bills and less money to pay them tempted by a prolonged era of low interest rates boomers piled on debt to cope with rising home health care and college needs so interest rate declines hurt their security blankets and lower earnings on bonds prompted many insurance firms to increase premiums for the universal life and long-term care insurance many Americans bought to help pay expenses. Some public sector workers are living with uncertainty as cash-straps governments consider their pension cuts. So lower interest rates just also changed the whole game. When interest rates fell, it means that anything like insurance coverage usually has to keep money very conservatively in bond portfolios. If insurance rates were built at a time when interest rates were 6%, 7%, 8%, and they fall to two or three, you're going to have to raise rates on that in order to compensate to pay the benefits. So That's where that comes in. But pension retreat, there's a whole section here on the fact that people don't have pensions anymore. Market declines is a section in this article. Market declines in 2000 and 2008 revealed the perils of do-it-yourself retirements. DYI retirement planners. Um, Oh, here's one. Others have been diligent savers but lack knowledge to manage their money says Pauline Broswell of New York City. She saved $5,000 during several years as a housekeeper in the 1990s while raising three children. In 1998, she went to a bank for investing advice. See, one of the things that changed, and this goes back to the Employee Retirement Investment and Savings Act Act, ERISA, 1976, I think it was, maybe 74. And what they, that was when the 401k was really germinated. And what occurred at that point was that some pensions were failing, and there were other reasons where companies, pensions are very, to, to pay someone 20 years, when they've worked for 20 or 30 and continue to pay them and bring on a new workforce is incredibly expensive. It's incredibly onerous to corporations. Uh, I'd love to have one. Unions, I mean, all those things where they can give you a pension like that, it's a gift from the heavens. But I can't imagine how those expenses are managed. So as those started to come into trouble, the government said, well, you know what, let's do this. Let's make a tax incentive for people to save their own money. So if they don't have the benefit in the corporation, or the corporation is maybe in trouble, a person has some control over this. So they invented the 401k type options where, you know, Mr. Worker, while the company's putting some money away for you, you can put some of your own money away. And uh, since there's been mistakes made by professional managers, you can manage it. You can pick your funds. Now look, I speak to a whole spectrum of clients and some of my clients have gotten very sharp and you may may have gotten very sharp about managing those portfolios. But I gotta tell you, the average worker, the average person with a 401k, they are not a money manager. They're riding the rising tide of the market if the market goes up and they're crashing and burning if the market goes down. They're not stock pickers. They don't know, yeah, diversified portfolio. I mean, you know, most people think they have a diversified portfolio, but it's all stocks and mutual funds. That's not diversified. Well, my broker says it's diversified. Well, where's your real estate portfolio? Where's your metals? Where's your uh, private placements and businesses. Where's your gas and oil? There's many, many other investments than just what stocks are doing. Most people in 401ks and IRAs are convinced that they're diversified because they have a lot of different stocks and mutual funds from different angles. But, uh, you know, when, when the market goes down and the tide goes out, uh, That kind of diversification is no more than just rearranging the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. So this is a thing that has changed as people have had to become their own money managers. So let me talk a little bit about how we approach all of this as we wrap up the show today, how to look at this. And I want to reiterate, first of all, get on our email list and stay in touch with the news we're doing. And we're going to be offering a lot of good reports and uh, educational materials to people on our email list. So to get on our email list, you can uh, call, oh, you know, you can go to the website, straighttalkwealth.com, straighttalkwealth.com. And somewhere there, there will be a link to get on our list. You can do that Or you can call the number today, 888-882-5578, 888-882-5578. By the way, everybody who does call the number today, I'm going to send you uh, the simple print Edition of this article from the Wall Street Journal: A generation of Americans is entering old age the least prepared in decades. So I'll send you this article if you do call the number, and you may already be on our list. Uh, we are updating the list; we're grooming it. Just go ahead and call again to make sure we have your correct email address: triple eight 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 two five five seven eight triple eight 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 two. Five five seven eight. We'll send you this article, and we will continue to send you some great stuff. But let's talk a little bit about how we address some of these pitfalls in in our office. So first of all, there there's a process to this, and uh, I want to go through the steps of this. And this is loosely defined here, but this is sort of the the train of thought on it. First thing you have to do is envision, which just means what are you trying to do? What do you do? You want to retire at a certain age? Is there some goal or is there something that you envision? Is there another phase of life you want to get into? Uh, And you're going to target that and you may come back at the end of this process and find out it's a totally unreal target or you might find out that it's uh, it's easily doable. So first of all, just get an idea of of what do you want? What do you what are you aiming for? and this usually is taking place around 55. People are starting to think about it. They're getting very serious about it at 60. And then they're uh, if they've planned well, they can start to act on it in their mid-60s. But you know, that's common. All right. So once you envision, then you inventory, which is what are the resources you have to try to build this second chapter of your life on or third chapter, whatever, but the next chapter of your life. What is it? You inventory those resources and you analyze. Now that takes special software, it takes know-how. This is something we do. By the way, we do all of this and we'll do it, you know what? Let's do this. I'll do it for free. Anybody who calls in today will do this for free. We call this a retirement roadmap. You heard me talk about this earlier. I'm giving you the steps of the retirement roadmap. We do this with software and we do it very analytically. So you're going to envision what you're trying to do. You're going to get an inventory of the resources you have. You're going to analyze using good software and good math. Is that real? So in other words, let's say that you know we're inventorying that you need $4,000 a month to live on. You need $8,000 a month to live on. You got to know that. That's part of also envisioning. What is the lifestyle you're trying to to keep going? So you've got to be able to envision that and name it. What's it going to cost you to live? So you break that down. Now you inventory. Well, I got social security coming in for so much. I got a pension or not coming in for so much. I've got these other resources I can lean on. That's part of inventory. Then you analyze, okay, let's say you're going to live to 95. Oh, that's silly, Bruce. None of my parents lived past 81. Maybe so, maybe shorter lifespan, maybe not. So we, we look at that. Then we break that down. We add an inflation element, and we see if you've got the resources to make that mark year after year. Now, this goes both ways. I've seen people that have are way too frugal. I had an 82-year-old woman in, in my office the other day. She knows who she is. She's probably listening. And I said to her, uh, you know, I could pull an extra $1,000 a month out of your savings. You're never going to feel it. It's not going to touch you. Go spend it. It's from a Roth IRA. It, it's it's You're not even going to get taxed on it. And it was the hardest thing in the world for her to do because she had such a habit of frugality that to throw an extra twelve thousand dollars a year at her and tell her it's just just do it you've got it was a very foreign feeling to her so that's part of doing the analysis and seeing what can the resources actually provide now sometimes it's going to be less someone's not going to hit the mark so you've got other things you have to adjust you may have to work five years longer take five years off of what you thought you'd be spending that's five more years of saving five more years of less of spending, that can make a dramatic change. Again, all of this is part of the Retirement Roadmap, and we will do that for free if you leave your information at 888-882-5578. Happy to have you come into our offices here on uh, Victoria and Telephone Road, and we'll do this service for no charge, no obligation, Retirement Roadmap. The number is 888 It will give you peace of mind because you will see numerically and visually exactly 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 how well prepared you are and how long your resources would last. And we're going to add to that. You have to then tweak how much will the resources grow. Now, this is where you start to match your expectation of growth versus the risk factor of where you are at that age. Warren Buffett used to say that whatever your age is, is how much you should be out of risk and get guarantees. And you can be in risk uh, the reciprocal of 100. So, let's say you're 60 years old. 60% of your wealth should be out of risk with guaranteed returns and 40% could stay at risk. So, these are all things you have to tweak individually for what your real situation is. But we look at that, and we figure out what kind of income can be generated. Now, if someone said to me, "I want to know how to make 25% a year on my portfolio, it's not very hard. I just say, here's how you do it. Cut your spending by 25% every year. Spend 25% less. It's the same effect as getting 25% a year growing in your portfolio because you're going to save that money and it's that much more money you've got. So sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes... If a person hasn't made it, they do have to consider getting out of California and going to a, a, a more uh, frugal community. So those, but you'd be amazed that I've seen people t- taking great risks to go from maybe six percent earnings in their portfolio to twelve, and then being in a position to lose thirty. When it's like, look. You know, if you cut your spending back, it is more dramatic than you'll ever make trying to increase the earnings on the portfolio. So these are all things that go into retirement roadmap and a retirement roadmap is a moving target. It's something that you, you put together and then you do all the what ifs and it's in running all the what ifs and seeing the result of it that really gives you the clarity of knowing where that line is. How much longer do you have to work? Uh, how much can you take off? And, you know, I had another client in the office the other day. They had way more than enough to retire, way more. And they're still thinking about all these years they're going to work. And they, I don't think they know that they've crossed the finish line Three, four years ago, they passed the finish line, but no one told them because they're not doing a retirement roadmap to really know for sure. This person's going to have to think about bigger things, like what what could you have more fun doing in your life? I need you to focus on that because you've passed the finish line. So all of these are told in retirement roadmap. It's part of this process. Uh, one of the other things that can come into this, and again, you want a free retirement roadmap, uh, it was just an afterthought today. Let's do that for no charge, no obligation. If you want to call 888-882-5578, 888 5578 5578 uh, I'd be happy to do one for free for no charge, no obligation. The process is you leave your number. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to ask you six basic questions just to get a snapshot of your situation. I'm going to put that into our software and either over the internet or you come into our office and I will prepare the reports and have them ready for you. Again, I don't care if you do business with us. No charge, no obligation. We do that for free. Retirement Roadmap, triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. Okay, I've got about two minutes, three minutes left. I just want to say... One of the other options is that if you have a, a portfolio that's not going to give you the kind of income you want, then you have to start to consider how you're going to spend principal in the portfolio. That's a scary position. If you had 300000 and you need 7% out of that, it's only $21,000 a year, that's not a lot, and yet you're only making 4%, you're going to have a dwindling spiral and that's going to actually wind up down the road with less and less when you take that 7% out. So you've got you've got to have a methodology and we do this all the time it exists insurance companies will transfer that risk to them to say look you take a, go take a big draw on this account take a bigger income than you would in a regular securities account we know how long people live we know what a conservative portfolio can be guaranteed to make and we think you're probably going to leave $1 in this account the day that you die and we won't be on the hook but if you do live a long life and you've spent your account down to zero we will take over the payments and continue to keep income coming to you. So that's another strategy when people fall short. This can combine with other ways. For example, if someone had a strategy like that where they know they could draw income, that they could draw the account down to zero and still get checks, then maybe what they do is they take some of their portfolio at risk and say, well, this is going to be for income and I can play with the rest of the portfolio and if it takes a dive bomb I'll be okay because I got this other income coming in. So this is another tool that you can use. All of this comes into play. Hey, we're running out of time. I am so happy to be back with you guys again. Lots of stuff we're going to do. We will get some events going the Financial Learning Lounge and bring you on. But let's do a free retirement roadmap for you or just leave your email if you haven't been on our email list. The number to call is 888-882-5578. 888- Eight eight two five five seven eight triple eight 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 two five five seven eight. We will do a free retirement roadmap for you, no charge, no obligation. And what that does is it looks at what you're trying to do, when are you trying to do it, how much income do you need to sustain yourself and pay your bills, what resources do you have? If you've got more than enough, we'll show you how to spend with peace of mind, how to spend more than you might have thought you could spend with certainty and peace of mind. And if you're thin, we will work out strategies to stretch every last dollar to get you as comfortable as you can in retirement. 888 882 See you next week, Sunday 9 a.m. 888 Content of Straight Talk Wealth Radio is for educational purposes only. Any discussion on financial products and their features is subject to change without notice. Consult your own tax, legal, or financial advisor as to your specific situation. Secure Financial Services Incorporated, California Insurance License, 0E48147.